Welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. Jackson, we're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you. Why you want to do this is because he wants you to win with life, money, and business. And we've been talking about how to go from passion to profit and, you know, becoming passionate about what you do in business. It, 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 there are huge payoffs, not only for um, yourself, but for the people that you serve. And I can tell you right now that uh, these four things we've been talking about that everyone should know about business that most people don't or most people don't have processes and systems for um, can create a downfall. It doesn't matter even how big the business is. And I can tell you this, um, these are things that everyone can learn. So even if you don't know them already, it's okay but it's not okay to continue on with business not knowing that you need to know them. And so I want us to talk today as we've discussed, you know, um, hey, everyone is a lead and, you know, you want to have leads in your business that you're going to convert uh, and then now you got to integrate them in your business, but you want to retain them if you really want to build a business because building a business means that you add the new to the old. That's the only way that you can compound, even if you're thinking about money, business, anything that you're trying to build. Because if you're always losing what you had, only pursuing what you want, you won't have much in the end. So our scripture is coming out of the book of James, uh, chapter 1, verse 19, and I want us to go to the Lord on today together. Father God, we come before you. We honor you today because today is the day you've made, and we're glad and rejoice we're here in the land of the living Heavenly Father as we're learning how to become passionate in business and turn it into profit, not only profit for our customers, but also profit for us to grow and also to be fulfilled in what we do. We know that growth and fulfillment will allow us to continue on and persevere through the hardships and through the downtimes, but we always know that that passion will give us hope to bring things up. We honor you and we bless you that you've given us everything that we need to succeed, uh, whether it is in um, life, business, and money. But let us hearken into your word and allow your Holy Spirit to teach guys, direct and correct us. And in that correction, let's rectify any wrong to make it right. Not only right in the eyes of the people we want to make money with, but in your eyes, as our greatest aim is to please you. We honor you and we bless you as we're going out to do these great exploits in your name and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So good morning, good morning, good morning. I um, want you to get ready for uh, some questions and answer on today because I think that as we have identified the four things that you want to learn in business, 
and you want to learn about systems, you need to look at these systems and do a SWOT analysis, do your, your, you know, knowing your strengths, your weakness, what opportunities you have and what threats you have inside of each of these, um, each of these must know systems for business. And we're talking about your lead generation, your lead conversion, lead um, integration, which now that means that the person has trusted you enough to um, buy into your mission, your vision, or even your product or service. And then now we're talking about um, retention. Retention. Keeping people on board. And now let's be real. You don't want everyone to stay on board, and that's okay too. But there's a way to even gracefully detach. So let's look at the book of James. And James chapter 1 and verse 19. I love when, when, when the Bible gives us like a pay attention kind of thing, which means that it's super important. All of the scripture is important. And God gave us even the choice to even listen or not listen, but there is no choice to the consequence, whether you listen or not listen. The consequences are already in place for when you listen or don't listen to what the Bible has to say and really act accordingly. So James chapter 1, verse 19 says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. This is the New International Version. I did that part because... You know, you won't say you didn't know. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Now, when we start talking about anything you're talking about in business, and especially when it comes to the interaction or integration of your customers, business partners, as well as even the um when people are not happy, it boils down to this one thing, and it's called communication. Now, this is a skill that's best for you to know how to integrate the communication inside of your systems of each four, each of the four dynamics that we talked about. And, and it's so powerful because even um, in the next season for Pink Millionaire Club, you know, identifying with the pink millies and knowing how to really do business. Most people are in business, they've started business, but they're not really business owners. And I'm gonna say that word again, business owners. Because owners are gonna make sure that they have this, um, these things in place. And one of the things would be the retention. How do I retain what I got? I know that in business, so many people are not realizing that. Inside of the integration and the retention, each person, and now I'm going to give it to you, each person in your business can represent 10 more people if you do the integration and retention right. But most people focus on the lead generation and conversion. That's just the front end. But how you generate the leads and even your systems and how you convert them 
If you don't have the integration and retention in place, business is just a hamster wheel. So if anybody's struggling and feel like it's just a hamster wheel, just look at these systems. And I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to tell you what, inside of Pink Millionaire Club, we talk about how, but I want you to know something. So when we start talking about the retention, I've been married now for 15 years in Rob and I, at the time of this recording, and we are together 17 years. Now, the first two years, I didn't know if I wanted to retain him as a husband. <laughs> I didn't. I would say even probably even many years into our marriage, I wasn't sure about that. We joke about that all the time, and we tell people about how um, I used to call you know, his parents. I wanted to return him, and, and he was like, nope, this was the final sale. So the thing is, is that I, I'm joking around an idea from the retention standpoint because Inside of relationships, communication is something you always have to be working on. And this is why I don't want you to feel any kind of way if this is areas you need to work on. We're always working on this. And I go back to a personal relationship because if you can understand dynamics in personal relationships, it will make it easier for you to do business and do and have better professional relationships. Why? Because personal or professional, it's still people. It's still people. And communication is a big part of how you retain relationships. And the reason why I bring up the marriage part is because in business, it is kind of like a marriage where you have to be not cognizant, you have to be cognizant all the time that there's somebody on the other side of whatever you do and however you do it. This leads me to always taking ownership. And it should lead you to take ownership. That I told a little short story on my feed and I posted it late, but I was going to take Kate into basketball practice and I'm hopping into just one scenario on, you know, customer retention because Robert is my customer. He's my husband, but he is still my customer and he's my partner, right? And, And partners can be customers, customers can be partners. But we're talking about retention. So I did something not knowing that I was doing something wrong. Taking a cane to basketball practice is super cold in in, um, the A right now, in Atlanta right now. And I grabbed a hat. I had been wearing his hat all day long. And um, probably shouldn't have done that because I think I got makeup on it. But I put on his. A hat, which is stand for Atlanta. I had to ask him, what does that stand for? Like, I don't even know the value of it. And I'm, I'm going somewhere with this. So I put on the hat. And then um, as I'm going out the door, because we're having a lot of um, renovations happening in the house right now, getting ready for um, our next season where we're going to do a lot of video stuff like that. But I literally put on this jacket and I, because he has like, a rack in our room because our closet be a lot of things are being done. So I grab this jacket and I'm like, okay, this matches the hat. And I put on the jacket and I go out, but he wasn't home when I left, but he was home when we got back in. And I'm like seeing him in and I'm ready to tell him about all these cars that are parked in the driveway 
that drives me crazy. I'm like, it's only three of us in the house. Two of us could drive. You have three vehicles in the driveway at one time, and you can only drive one. But long story short, I'm coming in thinking I'm going to tell him about what he was doing, and then I come in and start telling him about it, and he looks at me and say, hey, what do you have on? And I'm like, what? And she grabbed the hat and the jacket. He's like, man, that's like your St. John's right there. And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, it's just a baseball jacket. It was really nice. That's why I wanted to wear it. It felt good. I like snuggly, silky feeling things, and it felt really good. And then he said, I haven't even worn that yet. And I was like, if you have it? It was neither here nor there that I was the one who got that for him as a gift. And it was neither here nor there. Then he looks up, and he's like, and you got on my hat, too. And I'm like, Okay. This is a big deal to him, even though it wasn't a big deal to me. And I turn around and say, oh, wow, I am so sorry. I didn't even know that I was doing something wrong. I just grabbed the jacket and everything, but neither here nor there. I'm going to fix it. I, I went and I took it off immediately, and I put it in the uh, – hung it right back up exactly where it was, put the hat where it was. i got to still go back and clean up the makeup part. But long story short – after I got a shower, got into my jammies, and he came back. And just because I apologized immediately, and I didn't have the rectifying strategy yet, but when I came back in, I had on my pink jammies and everything. He's like, oh, you look cute. So we were already done with it, right? He had forgiven me, but I didn't not acknowledge that there was something that I had done that really, and I was like, babe, you know, I'm really sorry. I didn't really mean to do that. And um, in the future, I'll ask, but how about in my mind, I'm like, in the future, I don't need to put on his jacket because I got plenty of them of my own, and I didn't have to be lazy. I could have went and got my own and put on one of my jackets. I didn't have to even take that chance, but I didn't realize sometimes you won't really identify what's important to somebody um, or what's important to your customers and things like that until you ask. So I'm going to give you some re- retention um, strategies that you can do, and you can just get feedback, but one, more, one of the main things is communication, and inside of that communication, own your part. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I listen, and I am one that, it doesn't say never get angry, it says be slow to get angry, and I, for me, I listen, and I give people a lot of opportunities for correction in business for myself, because that's what I would want, that grace of opportunity for correction, and I have given people in business so many opportunities for correction, whether it's to communicate with them, whether it's to acknowledge, hey, this kind of makes me feel this way. Um, Because sometimes, you know, the customers, they may just walk away not even knowing, you're not even knowing that you offended them. I always give opportunity. I always will let a person know, hey, this kind of done this, give them an opportunity to correct. And then sometimes you'll identify that, hey, even if they corrected that, I don't want to do business anymore. You will have those opportunities. But this is what I want to tell you is that if you have these systems in place, first and foremost, the way that you onboard them, remember, it goes back to your integration, the way you onboarded them. Robert and I, we were onboarded as friends, and we um, can go back no matter how upset we get. We, we can find that place to go back and talk to each other because that's how we started the relationship. And what I want you to think about is as you're building relationships with people, have that communication. And remember, we talked about that in the beginning in the conversion, you're asking those questions and you're getting to know 
what's important to them and take note and don't forget it. So like, for instance, in your business, if person's faith or their family and things like that is important, and then now that stops being important to you, then maybe it stops being important for them to want to do business with you. And you want to think about those things because sometimes people only want to say what they need to say to get people on board, but they forget what was important. And so in your onboarding process, you want to remember what was important to your customer or your partners. The next thing is you got to have some opportunity where a person can give feedback. I know for us and like our business as our team, we have coordinators and we, have, we, we, we leave our lines open where people can email and let us know what's going on. But, you know, the challenge is sometimes you got to pull out from your, your audience, is, is everything okay? And so you want to have some sort of feedback loop, but sometimes you even ask, is there something that you need or something that you'd like us to do better? Um, and I've done that even with my teams and businesses. Hey, I'll give the opportunities. We might have systems in place that we thought worked well for a time, and then we might say, hey, is there anything else that you would like? But, you know, when you have a customer or partner that won't even share that part, I can tell you that can be challenging in business as well, but you can just keep tweaking. But as long as you know that that line was open for communication, um, then you can now create maybe a communication calendar, a way that you communicate with your your peak customers and partners on a regular basis. And what system is that? Sometimes you can leverage systems that are already in place and just forward information that already was sent out to you if you're working within an organization. But if you're the one responsible for that, it should be some sort of way for you to communicate and even maybe in the idea of you calling to ask, how's the service going? And that's your opportunity to even make, um, you know, whether it's upsells or make, uh, suggestions or offer other things you have, or just to say I'm checking in and you could even get referrals. I train that all the time. The retention system, like I said, always thinking that one person leads to many. And then you can look at even having some people on board where you can have, you know, other eyes that can let, let you know what may be happening outside that you might not be able to see. And so having a maybe advisory board or a team of group of people that you trust their, their feedback on what's happening to identify some things. And the main thing you want to know is that even for me, like for all of the people who listen to me, I have like a newsletter that goes out and it kind of would just, it's just letting them know that they're on my mind and I, it keeps me on their mind. And so having like a little newsletter or something going out. In that standpoint, that just gives them things. Because just because you put something out, don't mean everyone that's in your ecosystem has seen it. And so, like, even after having a, um, a meeting or whatever, you might get even, whether it's a newsletter or a memo of a recap or whatever, these are things that helps with retention. And I can tell you this, sometimes you may get to a point in your business where you might say, ah, I don't even want to retain that anymore. And that's okay. I mean, you don't have to do any of those things. But if you're in business right now and you're struggling to grow your business, growing your business does not always happen on the front end. Many a times it can happen with people who already know, like, and trust you. It can happen on the back end. And so treating those people uh, with respect and honor at all times is what would make them feel good about bringing more people to your business. I'm just talking some real business stuff, guys. I've been in business over 26 years and have been only serving people. So I get a little opportunity of knowing when they say, this is what you do, great. But I also want to hear some things of, hey, we'd like to see you do this a little bit better. And there's no reason for me to get angry. I just want to get better. Because guess what? Better means more revenue, and it will take you to a profitable place. 
Isn't that what you want? So see, I want to open up. If you have any questions, most times people hear this stuff and they're not good at business and they still won't ask questions. I never get that. But questions will help you not only clarify how to apply what you learn so you're not just in just ingesting information that's never digested to where you never implement it, you can grow in business. How did I get to know so much about business? By being passionate about it. I wanted to know. I wanted to be better. And I'm going to continue to get better. So hop in the Power Moves Tribe if you do want to ask some questions there. It's okay. But this free game, when you get free game, things that people have paid the price, I've paid the time, talent, and treasure for a lot of the stuff that I just kind of give out for free. Use it. Help you to, allow it to help you to grow. And so with that being said, guys, I got work to do today, a lot of work to do. And so you were part of my work. Assignment accomplished for today. Love you. Take care. God bless you.